Hello, we are back for another week of The Bachelor. We are the Rosettes. And we are the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. As far as we know. And we're very excited to be talking about this week's episode. My name's Ariel, I'm the daughter. My name's Marsha, I'm the mom. We're on episode six? I don't know. Yeah, it's episode <laughs> six. We're like halfway done. We're when Maybe this, a little more than half. When this episode starts... We're still in time. Oh, yeah. It was a to be continued. Yeah, last week was <laughs> last week was to be continued. I hate those. And I do, too. I was talking to my friend Shannon about this um, last week, but I hate to be continued because, like, when you have been watching for a whole season and your body's clock is aware that the what, like, the, the, the rose ceremony is at the end of the damn episode. <laughs> the rose ceremony is at the end. And so I usually watch it late at night um, and you usually watch it early in the morning. So it's probably a little different for you, but that's similar. When I see the rose ceremony, I'm like, oh yes, it's time for bed. <laughs> and then there's another two hours left of episode. I get that. So that doesn't happen. I get that. Yeah, it's a very strange thing. I mean, they they did it a couple times last year. I think Becca season. They, they do it that. every year. Yeah, it's stupid. It's awful. But usually it tends to be to be continued for the rest of the season. But this episode, they were like, "JK, two rose ceremonies, one episode." Yeah. So that's nice that it's not going to be a reoccurring. Thing, yeah. Hopefully. Exactly. Yeah, there should only be one rose ceremony per episode. Yeah, it's it's just it's just too much for me. For me to take and really the, I mean we'll get there but the cliffhanger was like kind of a so what like, really? do we really care about Onika and Nicole so much that we have to have a cliffhanger to be continued yeah we open up and we're Colton's still in taken yeah we're still in Thailand and Colton's taking a stressful little beach stroll and a Nicole couple, and Onika are just continuing their thing they're bickering and guess who we them. finally get to see Chris Harris oh yeah Ooh, he's, he's back, back. <laughs> Did he even make an appearance last no. episode? Last wow. episode, zero times. Wow. Yeah. And I, that's a bummer, because I like him. Maybe he was spending time with Lauren Zima. Maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. so, so Chris Harrison meets Colton on the beach to give him a little pep talk and give him a firm handshake. And be, the, be the dad that Colton always wanted. And doesn't have. Wah. 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 Oof. All right, they're just having a talk, and Colton's just stressing, yeah. basically. So they're just going to cut to the rose ceremony because enough is enough. Let's get, yeah. Let's get this over with. Oh, but there's a, before the rose ceremony happens, though, Onyeka goes up to all the rest of the girls, oh, and she yes. says, oh, yes, oh, yes. Who here has ever been personally victimized by Regina George? Except she doesn't say Regina George. She says herself. So she been, it has been, yeah. Yeah, she basically goes up to all of them. That's a Mean Girls reference. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. and that scene in that scene in Mean. You have to rewatch Mean Girls. Can't believe you forget that. I thought There's Regina scene... George was somebody that was nominated for an Oscar this year. No, that's <laughs> Regina something else. Yeah, well, and she's awesome. Probably way better than Regina George. Anyways, Regina George is the bully in Mean Girls, and there's this one scene in the movie where um, they're having like an assembly on how to not be horrible to one another. And Tina Fey goes, who, or I think it's Tina Fey, it might be someone else. Um, she, says, she says, who here has ever felt personally victimized by Regina George? And everyone, every single, every single person <laughs> raises their hand except that's for funny. Regina George. So that's basically what Onyeko is doing. Well, my 
what I wrote down was basically Onyeka comes up to everybody else and bullies them into saying they haven't been bullied by her before. Yeah. It's like, raise your hand if you've been bullied by me. And if you raise your hand, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. She was just really, I can't stand (laughs) Onyeka. And the other day, my best friend texted me this just huge paragraph about how much she hates Onyeka. They were just really mean things like, she talks like a man. <laughs> and just like like petty things like that, but you know she kind of does talk like a man, maybe a little bit. I she mean, has a deep voice. I think I would resent her less if the person she, she was picked nicer. On, well, yeah, that and the person she picked on wasn't Nicole, right? Yeah, it's like, poor Nicole. She's obviously the most sensitive one there. And I've also, been, also just really nice. Yeah, I've been up and down about Nicole all season, and. I've loved her always, so... Oh, I, I, I meant I've been up and down about Onyeka all season. Oh. Always. I've always loved Nicole. And so, it's like, you know, you could have gone out. You just had could have had a nicer story. But you both will be on Paradise now, backbiting each other. Woohoo. Can't wait. So, Demi's all excited because she knows that they're both going to go home. And... The more girls that go home, the closer she's able to get to Colton. Mm-hmm. The rose ceremony comes and... Uh, Chris Harrison. Ding, ding, ding. On his glass. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know how important that is, but at least Chris Harrison's here. Well, so. I just wanted to have a sound effect. <laughs> ding, ding. Okay. And Chris Harrison's here. So everyone gets a rose. Then it comes down to Sydney, uh, Onyeka, and Nicole. And Sydney gets the rose. Sydney triumphs. Nicole and Onyeka have to leave. And Nicole's being really sweet about the whole thing, but Onyeka's still drawing out this petty girl fight throughout her, like, exit. She leaves and she's like, um, I'm really sad and it's not a good feeling to get rejected, but at least I... <laughs> But at least I got rejected by not Nicole. That's what I wrote down to. I'm I was glad. like, that's stupid. I what wrote, kind of sentence is that? I wrote down, Onika laughs maniacally when she says, if I had to get rejected, I'm glad it was rejected to not Nicole. Yeah, same thing. Like, but, you still got dumped by a, the dude you were yeah. actually there to date. Like, and I mean, <sighs> Nicole kind of says the same thing. She kind of says, well, at least Onika went home too. But it wasn't this evil like villain well, laugh, and she still you know? fo- she still like stays and gives colton a hug like, yeah onyeka's just out of there <laughs> and he says good luck with your brother or no something. she says she, it was so sweet she gives him a hug and colton says thank you so much for coming here um give a hug to your brother for uh, me yeah. it was really sweet that's nice and you could tell that he didn't really want to send her home because he liked her. I think you can kind of tell that he knew who the instigator behind everything was. Yeah, but he's got to get to business. But it is getting, yeah. And Um, also, before we leave the rose ceremony, I just, every time Demi gets to accept a rose, her little comments are so cute. This time she said, it's my greatest pleasure to accept this rose. I don't think they're that cute. I love her, but I think every time she says something like that when she accepts a rose, I'm like, just say yes. Yes. You know, <laughs> it just speaks to her character, but she has to be like, yeah, she just has to, you know, <laughs> and be a big, big, big person. I just, yeah, big little person, big little person. I love her though. Um, then we cut to commercial, and then Colton vlogs. Oh joy! So <laughs> Colton's vlogging on the beach, and he's like, yeah, I, uh, I went for a jog before anyone else got up, and I also got some clarity. <laughs> It's like, okay, <laughs> you're still jogging even though you're The Bachelor? Just well, vacation. <laughs> no, he can 
talk. He's got to look hot for TV. Yeah, but Johnny's not going to help. Not with the type of hot he's trying to achieve. Yeah. I, I've Somewhere he I heard him in an interview say that he and Chris Harrison, like, jogged together. And he could, like, just leave Chris Harrison in the dust. He's like, yeah, he's super fit, but I can take him. <laughs> and during his little vlog thing, he talked about his greatest fear. He's someone I'm in love with is not going to be ready to get married and that will crush him. So when I saw this, I thought about like all the taglines of, of people, like all the, like Colton's tagline is my greatest fear, my yeah. worst fear, dot, dot, He's, dot. He has like a whole book of greatest fears. It reminds me of Ari's. I like that. Or Becca's. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's like his, I think it's better than I'm not going to lie. Oh, I think it's better. It's just like in the that. same vein. Right. It's like, it's my greatest fear. You know? every, every bachelor it's should so have funny. a tag on you know? It's so funny, though, because it's like, gosh, it's so funny because it just makes everything so dramatic, whereas the other ones were just so boring. Yeah. But he's like, like, this that. is my greatest fear. <laughs> It le- it's at least two or three times every episode. It's just so it's, it's just so funny. But then we go, we get to the hotel, and well, where are we now? We're Vietnam. They go to Vietnam, and my favorite thing about one of my favorite things about the traveling this episode is that they do the Indiana Jones airplane thing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and they show like the airplane thing going from do Thailand you? to Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> it's so awesome because I mean. Let's be honest. Most of us don't really know where everything is in Asia, and uh, we need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the girls are walking to their hotel, and Kaylin's pants were so cute. They were gray. Oh, I didn't know. And that. they, you did. I, I said her pants are super cute, and you said, yeah, they are. Oh, I must have noticed them then. Yeah. Mom fell asleep in the middle of the episode and had to rewatch. So yeah. I got up early tomorrow to rewatch. She doesn't remember our conversation that we had yeah. during it. But it was awesome. But Kaylin's pants <laughs> were so cute. And they I just love them. But mm. Cassie says it's the most beautiful place she's ever been to. And Demi says I'd love to have a one-on-one date here. When they get to their hotel, they squeal. Per use, yeah. Uh, oh, and Kirpa's chin's okay now. <laughs> Yay! Oh, and they do this thing when they... When they first, they walk out of their hotel um, balcony and they all yell, Good morning, Vietnam! Which, have you ever seen the movie Good Morning, Vietnam? I haven't, but it has Robin Williams in it and he yes. says, Good morning, Vietnam, every day. Yes, yeah. yes. And I'm just wondering. I bet you half the girls have never seen that movie. I bet it's least. more than half. But it's more than half. I bet, that was my point. I was just wondering about that. I bet Tasha's seen it, maybe. Maybe Cassie, because her sister's an actress. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a good movie. But also her sister's an actress in Hallmark movies. Does it count? Mm. <laughs> mm. Then the one-on-one date card gets there, and who gets it, Mom? Hannah G. And it says, we really need, need this, this date. date. And Cassie reads it, and she doesn't point out that it's what kind of need it is. Oh, yeah. And it's, I'm like, well, there goes the whole pun. That yeah, was a waste. it's a pun. It's need with a K. Yeah, and like, I was like, are they going to make bread? I was, like, super excited for a bread date. Yeah. And then they just had a... These people massage. don't eat carbs, Ariel. <laughs> don't be silly. Especially Hannah G. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid me. Should have known. I mean, Colton would probably be thrilled with any kind of food, bread yeah. included. But no, it's not that kind of food. <laughs> so, instead, it is a spa day. It only leaves a spa day. And they 
change into their, like, robes and stuff, and she's in a bikini, and as soon as he, like, sees her in the bikini after they change, he really blatantly checks out her boobs. And I'm like, you couldn't even be more subtle about it. (laughs) Well, he outright says, she's stunning, her eyes and her smile, oh, you know? Yeah, but he wasn't looking at her eyes or her smile. No, yeah. He's (laughs) looking at her boobs. I mean, it's all about a physical thing with her. Yeah. We haven't seen... she's... Gorgeous. I mean, she's gorgeous, but we've seen no evidence that he has, that they have any real rapport apart from the physical. Yeah. They get wrapped up in grass, and he tells her that there's no one else I'd rather be wrapped up with. That's nice. But then he also says <laughs> that they feel like sushi. Yeah. That's like sushi, and I'd like to eat that sushi up about her or something like that. But it's not a clean cut, so I think maybe someone was like, oh, like, do you like sushi? Like, if there is, like, sushi oh, here, would you eat it? I think it might be, like, a... Yeah, I mean, a, I think he probably, or they got him to say it without him realizing the... Like a Frankenstein edit? Yeah. But it's still kind of ew. But it's ew, still, like, yeah, gross. this isn't romantic at all. And then they don't talk, they just make out a whole bunch. Yeah, the whole I saw. Time. Even when they're, like, massage, they're getting their facials, they're, like, kissing each other, and they're getting wrapped in their banana leaves or whatever they are, they're kissing each other, and it's like, dude, like, the people that are trying to give you this service are probably really uncomfortable. <laughs> they probably got really good tips. But what is a good tip in Vietnam? I don't know. Might not be the same as I don't here. really know anything about Vietnam. Also, how many of those girls do you think know that there is a Vietnam War once upon I think more people than have seen Good Morning Vietnam, yeah. but not much more. Probably two or three more than have seen. <laughs> well, but if you've seen Good Morning Vietnam, then you know there's a Vietnam War. So, yeah, your your reasoning is sense. Yeah. But uh, then back at the hotel while Hannah G is on her date, Kaylin, for a whole season of women supporting women, just smack talks Hannah G and I'm like hold up that's super horrible what are you doing mm-hmm. she's talking to Cassie Cassie doesn't Cassie's, and Cassie looks very uncomfortable yeah she looks very uncomfortable she doesn't engage in the smack talking but Kaylin just keeps talking about Hannah G oh she's very nice but really she's relied on her beauty all her life speaking the beauty king of the, the, beauty, the beauty queen, queen is yeah. speaking you know it was just pot kettle much you know it was just very strange yeah and she she says that she just doesn't see much depth there and mm-hmm. she's hoping that maybe Colton can uncover some of that depth on this date or else she's probably going to come home yeah she's delusional and Kaylin is convinced that Hannah G is not going to come home from this date yeah she's delusional and she it's just sort of was, sad. You know? It was super horrible, though. It's I was horrible. like, I really, I didn't really like her because I still thought she was kind of boring. But I respected her until this whole thing where she smack talking other women. Yeah. Because even when Hannah B was being horrible to her, she still wasn't being that horrible back to Hannah B. Yeah. So I had respected her for taking the higher road, but this whole thing was just super gross. I'm really surprised that she allowed herself to say that on camera, given her poised nature most of the time yeah and it wasn't like it was a secret camera because they were close up and there were no subtitles she was saying it on purpose yeah and yeah that really turned me off that was just i still think she's and i think that'll i think that that'll um, shut down any chances she had of being bachelor bachelorette oh i hope so actually i hope so i don't think she should be we don't want a bachelorette that doesn't support other women even though she does do a lot of things to Support women, smack-talking and belittling other women for relying on their beauty is super... Especially given it's hypocritical. 
Yeah. I mean, certainly she was more than just her beauty and her pageant, but that's what gets a beauty pageant. The beauty gets you in, dudes. Yeah. I agree. I hope she, I would, I don't want her as Bachelorette. Also, she's way <clears throat> too young anyways. Yeah, that's the thing. She's too young. She said that. I mean, I haven't written her off. I still, I still support her and want her to be a happy woman in life. But yeah, that was awful. No, who I want for Bachelorette? I wanted Tasha, but then we'll talk about but that then, a little yeah. bit too later on. She's been a little bit iffy. This I'm hoping. Too. I'm hoping, and we have to still watch The Bachelor with Jimmy Kimmel. But I think Danielle would be a really good Bachelorette. Well, maybe that's why they're showing these things. Maybe they want they want Danielle. us to not want. They want us to not want anybody from this season to be the Bachelorette. Yeah. Which is crazy, but maybe yeah. we just figured it out. I don't know. <laughs> We're Nancy Drews. Woot! Um, but yeah, so then it goes to the nighttime part of uh, Hannah G and Colton's date. Oh. Colton says, I feel like the luckiest man in Vietnam. <laughs> well, what, my, I just thought it was so funny when they were talking about their date. Colton says, what was the what was your favorite yeah! part of the date? <laughs> I have this written down too. And she says... The shower. And he says, me too. Like, obviously, Colton's favorite part of anything is the shower. Colton has this obsessive, crazy love for showering. I know. He must smell so good all the time. I know. I noticed that, too. It's so all funny. of his promos, he's just always in the shower. And then even that one time uh, when they had the jungle group date after the date, he's like, oh, yeah. wasn't that the best shower ever? <laughs> There are much worse vices to have than loving a good shower. Go, Colton. Then Hannah G is tells Colton, opening up doesn't come naturally to me. I always shut that part of me down. Yeah, he says opening up is not my jam. Mm-hmm. And um, she reveals that her parents are divorced. That's like her big reveal. And, that, and, that's, and that's the source of why she has trouble opening up. Right, because when her parents were getting ready to get divorced, she just ignored the whole thing and didn't listen to them talking about it. And the big thing that sort of got her attention that they were getting divorced is that given that her dad was really proud of his lawn, her mom, like, ran her car over the lawn (laughs) in her final effort to get out of there. I mean, yeah, it kind of makes us laugh, but it's kind of sad. Too. I mean, yeah, it's sad that anything like that is sad, but that's a way to go. Like, that's a way to get out. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but to his credit, Colton didn't crack a smile. He yeah. just said, yeah, my parents are divorced, too. Which he, is something he always does. The only person he could... No, he even kind of did it with Kaylin, too. He was like, oh, yeah, my ex-girlfriend went through that same thing. He always does that. He's definitely, like, a one-upper. But he he's, you know, she's really reticent about divulging any of this but he encourages her and he says it's healthy to open up and that's nice you know he's very supportive that's one thing I really like about Colton in all of these even though he's a one-upper which is kind of weird in all these interactions that he has with these women he's always very supportive and he says you know I understand that I get that and it's okay to be feeling what you're feeling I kind of even though this wasn't the like most emotional or vulnerable like sob story date 
I really felt for Hannah G. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally get that, and I don't think it's necessary for all these women to have to tell him their deepest, darkest thing right away. Yeah, 100%. A, cri- a, t- a criteria for going on The Bachelor should not be you have some tragic event in your life. Because you can be happy without, like, you deserve to have a happy, like, ending without having a miserable yeah, life, Yeah, everybody too. does. Everybody should have an equal shot at a happy ending. So. And as much as I feel for the people that have the tragic stories, that shouldn't be a requirement for mm-hmm. being on The Bachelor, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I really, I really felt for Hannah G because it, it can be really hard to be, to like open up and be vulnerable. Yeah. So like, go her for like being open about that. Yeah. Like, that's at that point that's enough. Like, and every person is an individual and is unique. And her parents getting divorced could feel in her heart and her body the same way that Demi's mom going to jail feels, mm-hmm. or Tasha's divorce feels, or whatever. You yeah. Know, it's everything's it's too individual to judge, so you know. Yeah. So I mean overall the date was pretty boring. Go Hannah G for I mean well I mean I, we'll just kinda of just touch on that one more time. Their making out stuff got to the point where it was sort of uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean when you think about them making out the way they were and that there was a film crew around them filming them, it's almost like softcore porn. It's weird. Oh yeah, for sure. I saw um, a meme today that said that Colton's softcore porn repertoire is impressive. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was just, it's just. It was like for a virgin, he's really good at that soft corn, uh, soft, uh, soft core porn. Well, in the previews, we kept seeing them making out in that. I thought it was oil on their bodies, but that was like a mud bath, I think. Yeah. Ew. I was like. Well, that doesn't really gross me out that much, but, like, it's well, just, making like... making out in a mud... It's not a, the mud bath itself. It's kind of like making out in a mud bath. It's I don't think kinda... that's that weird. Oh, okay. Because their faces aren't in it. All right. It's not like you're getting mud in your mouth. <laughs> I guess you're... That's true. It was just... The whole thing was just a little bit over the top for me. But... Uh... Uh, yeah, it was over the top, but I don't think it has anything to do with the setting. I think it was just the fact that they weren't talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of... And the only one that rivals their level of carnal lust is Cassie. So mm-hmm. I think those guys, those two guys have got to be the... Yeah, so she gets the rose, and then they get a private concert that's not a country artist. Yay! It's like a little so, local... It's like a little local Vietnamese... String quartet kind of thing? Sort of. it's not a string quartet. Yeah. It was really pretty. I thought it was... Much better than some random yeah. country star. It was sort of unfamiliar to me because I don't really know Vietnamese music, but I thought it was really beautiful. I like that mm-hmm. part. And Colton says that he's falling in love with Hannah G. Yeah. And this is the first time we've heard Colton say that he's falling in love with someone. That's true. So do you think he's going to tell one of the girls that he loves them to their face before the final? Because that's something that's frowned upon in Bachelor Dumb, but um, as been happening the past few seasons i think no yeah so then is their group date and everyone but kerpa has to go on the group yeah. date and, and demi said oh go ahead yeah demi well several of them were sad because they really all the ones that have another one-on-one yet were like i hope i get it i hope i get it but in particular demi was like i hope i get it and then when says son of a bitch to the camera yeah she also says damn it too she's yeah. like son of a bitch damn it <laughs> Ah, and it was, um, and it, 
it was because her name was the last name on the card too. So she really almost was hoping, almost hoped that it would be her. And frankly, I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. surprised it's Kerpa. Yeah, I'm happy it's Kerpa, but I am surprised it was Kerpa instead of, especially Demi and Katie. Katie. Yeah, Demi and Katie, I would have expected before Kerpa, and I'm glad it's Kerpa because I really like her. But I, you know, I get where Demi's coming from. Um, but yeah, Demi goes. Um, and she was even crying. Demi was even crying during her little Sydney was ITM. Sydney cried too, but Demi was like, "I can't keep doing this." This is my sixth group date, and I'm over it. Yeah. Do you think she's really crying, or do you think she's stage crying? Here, I think, I think, mm, I think she's sort of stage crying here. But it, and maybe really crying later, we'll get to that. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking, too. And um, Katie's bummed, too, and she says that I hope our relationship progresses, but what what can you do here comes my quote of the night 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 <laughs> go ahead take it away demi says well actually it's in the preview she says it later but the first time we hear it she says it wouldn't be a group date if someone wasn't bleeding or crying <laughs> see i i didn't write that here because it doesn't happen yet yes but, but we saw it a little bit earlier when they're talking about the group date about to occur but that's my yeah quote of the night. so they go on their group date Colton is beating up people half his size, and all the girls are like, "Ooh, yeah. go him!" Well, they yeah, they arrive at this, but these these guys are half his size. Well, the whole thing is so staged. I mean, they the yeah. girls arrive at this little compound, and they're gonna do martial art training. And when they get there, Colton's like, "Well, welcome!" And then he seems to be surprised that these two Vietnamese guys converge on him and start doing this martial arts thing. And Colton makes fast work of them and throws them aside. <laughs> and it was actually pretty entertaining. I was really, I really bought into the whole fake fighting thing. I was like, oh, that's fun to watch. He's obviously rehearsed. He obviously wants yeah. to look good on camera. And he did great. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, but they are going to learn the ancient art of Vulvenol or something. Vulvenom. Yeah, Vulvenom. Yeah. Something like that. Demi's stressing because she's like, listen, I am an aggressive person, but I do not fight people physically. <laughs> My battles lie in getting people sent home from The Bachelor. Yes. I cannot do this. Her lexicon and talents are in a different subject matter, for sure. And, um, but Lecter's into it. Yeah. She keeps calling herself Hannah Beast. Hannah Beast. And she keeps... That one time is kind of annoying, but not super horrible. But this is like the fourth episode in a row that she's done it. And, and she sleep. always talks about herself in, in third, third person. person. And I hate that. I hate that, too. I went to sleep Hannah B, but I woke up Hannah Beast. And that's what I wrote. I wrote UG in capital letters. Yeah. I'm so tired I said she needs her. to stop. She's so annoying. And <clears throat> she's, I mean, compared to all the other girls there, she's pretty, but all the other girls there are so much prettier. I think not. Not that that matters that that much. Yeah, but she's also just kind of scary. So yeah, it's all about. It's not about the. It's not all about what they look like just physically on paper that we see on video. It's about how they are in real life. She smiles. She's got the glittery eyes. She's always happy. And Colton's under a lot of pressure. He's stressed, especially now. And if this little flaky little simple. Simpleton. Yeah, I mean, projecting simpletonness. Who knows yeah. how simple she is? 
can can like take him out of that for a few moments. That's I get that. I think that's the whole thing about Hannah G is that he's so overwhelmed by everything that's going around him, and she is always you know I'm falling in love with you. She said that first, and she's like gushing over him all the time. That's true. The person that says um, I'm falling in love with you first with the most sincerity. Not like Jean Blanc, who said it after, like, two weeks yeah. and was, like, she was, like, no. When they're out of the mansion. Don't say yeah. it until you're out of the mansion, guys. Yeah. Well, they were out of the mansion, but. Yeah, but not Jean, Jean Blanc was? Yeah. Oh. They were in Tahoe, but still. Okay. Sorry. But anyways, that doesn't matter. But um, aside from that one moment, usually the person that drops the L-bomb first. Gets to stick around for a Gets bit. to stick around. Yeah. And I get that. Because he's, I mean, I get that with Colton. It is, it is, you're, like, oh, wow, like, that's. That might be the moment where the bachelor bachelorette is like, this could actually work for me. Like, I'm building relationships with these people with genuine feelings there. Right. This person's so, here for me and not their Instagram account or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So she plays that card really well. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't get her. I don't particularly like her. Oh, I can't stand it. But I'm trying to understand what Colton sees in her. And I think it's just, she's just gushing over him and eating eyeballs for him and stuff and you know so I get that I yeah I guess I get that I've never really thought about that um I just can't stand her so I just don't even think about her (laughs) so yeah but Demi uh back to the episode Demi decides she says that she needs to take her anger out in the form of this fight and so first we, we get Chris Harrison back yeah, Chris Harrison and uh, Vietnamese Chris Harrison. Yes, the I wrote down Hoi Chung. I don't know if that's quite correct, but I, I didn't write down his name. He's the host of Bachelor Vietnam, and I believe Bachelor Vietnam is the Bachelor that uh, there are two contestants who fell in love on the show the les- and came yeah, out as lesbians. Two girls, yeah, and left the show together. Mm-hmm. I think that's correct too. Which is awesome. American Bachelor needs to um, and like the, step yeah. it up. American, that would be the most dramatic season ever. Yeah, ever I, I almost, I almost thought that Becca M and Kendall would do it, and then that didn't. Happen. It'd be even cooler if it was on the boys' side during the Bachelor. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Ooh, maybe that's what we'll get this this next season. Cross your fingers. Hopefully, but we'll see. Where, <laughs> but they were cute. Chris Harrison and this, if I'm saying it right, Poi Chung guy together as mutual. Um, MCs of the event were yeah, and they were both MCing in their own language. Language, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, so basically, the girls get a lesson in uh, this martial art, the Vovinam, in fighting, and then they have to perform. Yeah, and fight each other. Who goes first? It's Heather oh, and yeah, no, Heather and Sydney go first. I noticed that they were divided by height, so they were kind of like divided up. Like, wrestlers would be in a weight class or whatever. Okay. So the two tallest girls, Sydney and Heather, go first. And they have these cute little helmets and these little mouth guards and stuff. And yeah, the mouth guards were hilarious. <laughs> and they start fighting. <laughs> it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. One of the girls goes, all you can see is Heather's hair. Yeah. Chris Harrison says, are they fighting or dancing? And Poi, I think of his name, says... They're not you. There's not usually this much laughing. Yeah, <laughs> and and Heather's making, according to I don't know I can't tell who's making it, but the people on TV say Heather's making the most noises, and she's like just laughing and making. 
It just sounds like a squeaky mouse or like to me or something. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and there doesn't appear to be any, I, I feel no danger or threat to these girls. <laughs> and um, then Demi uh, and Katie fight and Demi is saying oh. that she needs to take her anger out. Before that, we get Hannah B. and Cassie. Oh, yeah. So, again, a little bit shorter, but not as short as Demi and Katie. Oh, that that fight was boring to me, so I didn't write, about down, write, write it down. Well, Poi Young says he didn't think it could get any worse than the first round, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third round was Demi and Katie. Okay, yeah, this is the one that actually matters. Yes, it does. So... Uh, Demi, as I said, decides that she's going to take her anger out in this fight, um, and she and Katie are fighting, and then Katie punches her in the face, Oops. and Demi's like, you punch me in the face! <laughs> and poor Demi, she's just having the worst time, you can just tell she's miserable. Isn't it funny that the tiny ones were the most violent of the fighters? I don't think it's that funny at all, I think that's a thing that happens, it's like dachshunds. Yeah. Yeah, they have to stand up for themselves because they're so tiny. Yeah, so you. they're always a little bit more feisty. I get but you. Um, afterwards, as soon as the fight's over, um, Colton kind of freaks out a little bit. That's not what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Uh, say. Katie apologizes to Demi yes. right after. She says, um, "I'm With so the sorry." Help of subtitles because they have the the mouth mouth guard. Her, her mouth guard was still in. She just took the helmet off and she, she still had the mouth guard, and she was like. I'm so sorry I punched you in the face. That was a total accident. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Which was which was nice. Yes. It wasn't like a, a drama-motivated yes. punch at all. It was. I like Katie. I like both of them. Um, but Colton's bothered after that because he's bothered that Demi coiled up. Like, she's so bold and fierce. And to see her be vulnerable like that, I think that freaks him out. Yeah. And so he calls off the rest of the fights, which means that uh, Tasha and Kaylin. Or maybe they just use that as an excuse because Kaylin's Miss USA runner-up, so she needed not to break well, her face. and plus Kaylin's been a victim of physical abuse, you know. I would... I, oh, yeah. That, I mean, what do you think about this whole subjecting the girls to f physically fight one another? I mean, it's sort of funny on one level. On the, like, the surface level, it's kind of funny. But... If you think about it a little deeper, it's kind of like, hmm, is that right? They make the guys do it, too, though. There's yeah, the always guys are fight. guys, you know, guys. Well, then, either they should have fighting on both shows on, or have fighting on neither shows. All right, fair enough. I think. But anyways, so then it's the after party, and um, I say I said Sydney's dress is so cute, but I don't remember what it looks like. I didn't do, I don't even think I have a I don't think I have a sparkle, sparkle squat squad. either. I don't think I watched it that I'm, close. I'm going to say it right now because it's the only outfit I remember. Um, Kaylin's gray pants from the beginning of the episode are my sparkle squad. I don't even remember oh, what top okay. she was wearing. Okay. But those pants were so cute. I was obsessed with they them. They were like, kind of, like, like. They looked like a skirt from the side. Okay. And then they, they were I really I think I know pants. what you're talking about. They were super awesome. Anyways. Colton takes Tasha aside first. Immediately. Yeah. And this is the first time we've kind of seen him, um, like, take initiative and take yeah. the girls. It seems like usually the other they're, times they're they the girls. Yeah. Uh, the girls do it. But he immediately takes Tasha and he thanks her for treating him like himself instead of just the bachelor. And treating him especially, yeah. Uh, um, 
the week she says the week's been hard for her um, because she's been burned before she wants him to have curiosity about her and he says that he'll try to do that he's really he is curious about her he says that's yeah it's kind of getting to the point where all the girls are kind of like well does he even care about me they're kind of freaking out yeah so I, wrote, I think she handles it a little better than the other girls, but this is something that all the girls are dealing with yeah. this episode. Except for Cassie. Tasha is so composed. Yeah, Cassie knows. She just had a date and she yeah. just feels fine. And probably Hannah G, too. And Hannah G, too, yeah. I noticed during this this time with Tasha that you could hear the surf in the background. It's pretty. I didn't notice that one. But that's, that's nice. where That would be a nice experience. Yes. Well, that's where we live, so maybe I was just like... Maybe you just heard the ocean outside our house. No, because I was at work when I was listening to that. Uh, Wait, where was I? No, I was in the car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were watching the episode in your car while you were driving to work? Well, no, I wasn't watching it. I was listening to it because I didn't finish it. <laughs> she she did finish it. She just fell asleep, so she doesn't remember No, it. no, erase. I, I saw it here. I saw it here. I just heard it here. She it was snoring. Here. No, I saw it here this morning when I woke up early. Okay, that was so before. it still could have been the waves outside no, the house. No, I'm sure it was the waves okay. on the television. <laughs> okay. Um, but then next, Katie talks to him, and, oh, yeah, Katie talks to him, and she says, my my greatest fear in all this, just like him, they really are perfect for yeah, each other. Yeah. My greatest fear in all this is being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And she starts crying at him, and she's like, I just, I don't want to leave without you, or with you thinking that I didn't yeah. try. Her big thing is she wants him to acknowledge that she tried. You know, she knows she's going home soon. Yeah. She sees the writing on the wall, and she just wants the world to know that she tried, and that she wants Colton to validate that and he does yeah they have a good connection they have a nice friendship yeah she's so pretty she is stunning she's gorgeous i hope she makes it to paradise then hannah b and colton are being all snuggly on the beach together and she tells him that she kicks box kicks boxes kick boxes Oh, is that where she got her martial arts? Yeah, so like back flare? home, she's like, a, she's an actual fighter back that home. Um, I think I knew that already somehow. I don't know. I think Kaylin mentions it early in, <clears throat> earlier in the season or something. And again, she's the first sort of cheerful one of the night. You know, everybody's been kind of heavy and serious. And I think part of the reason Colton is keeping her around and liking her is because she's upbeat. But she and wasn't not, always like that. No, but she has been like that lately. Yeah. And she's not challenging him, like, at all. So. Yeah, and guys like not being challenged. Interestingly, she's playing the game much better than she was in the past. It's very odd. I just, mm, she is I don't think so she's weird. aware of all any of that, though. Probably not. I, I don't think she's that smart, either. I just, it's just interesting. Um, but yeah, she tells him that, uh, um. Uh, Oh, she basically tells him, listen, if you pick me, I want you to know that I'll give you an amazing life, but I am a lot to handle. Mm -hmm. And she's basically just telling him right now that she's crazy. Yeah, I mean, which we all know. I'm not sure I wrote it down, but oh, she says, I'm complicated, weird, fun, and sometimes I'm cute and sexy, but not always. Like in Thailand, oh my god. It's the weirdest her, thing. Her skin and her hair was a mess. 
It's the weirdest thing. And anyway, Not to be catty, but... <laughs> and Colton says, when, you know, if I ever screw up, I hope I don't find you with a stick in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> because she was so ferocious on that fighting date. Yeah. And then she... They are fighting with the sticks for a little bit more, and Taysha yeah. look... Ta- this is another moment where I was like, Taysha, girl, why are you being so... Yeah, I mean, she's so not fighting. Fight- she's like, yeah, so she- They're practicing the moves they learned during the right. day. So Hannah B. and is doing her little moves for Colton, and she's squatting down, and she's like, whoosh, whoosh, hi-ya! And, like, Miss Piggy style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's doing that with Colton. Yes, with Colton. Okay, yeah. And it's just playful and fun and, and silly. It's on the beach behind where all the girl, other girls right. are sitting. And Tasha and somebody else. I think it might have been Sydney. Hannah, I, uh, yes, I think you're right. Um, they're sitting together, and Tasha looks behind her, and then she looks back at Sydney and kind of rolls her eyes, and she's like, obviously there's some people here that just aren't ready for this. Like, if that's how you're spending your time with him instead of actually getting to know him. And I'm like, hold up, girl. <laughs> I like you, but it's not your deal how yeah. he builds his relationships with other people. What is wrong with having fun on the beach with someone you like? It's fascinating, isn't it, that like, we were made to love Tasha until this episode. It's interesting. Yeah. What are the they were manipulating us like crazy. Yeah, I know, because I have loved her up until this episode, and this I, st- I still like her. I do, But too. I'm feeling very conflicted, because these are some very sketchy sides that Me we're seeing. Me, too. But I feel like I'm being manipulated by the producer, so I, I'm going to stick with her for now. I'm not, I haven't yeah. her. Yeah. But it's um, pretty easy. And it's very interesting that we've loved Tasha up till this moment. Um, and now it's kind of flipping, but we initially didn't like Demi that much, but now we love her and we're yeah. sad to see her go. Isn't it? It's fascinating how they manipulate us. Yeah, it, it, it could, it could very much, but also it could very much be manipulation, but you shouldn't be saying those things about someone else anyways. No, no. they didn't make her say that specifically. No. Yeah. So. It's very strange. It's, yeah, it's bizarro. I mean, if, if these people, if these producers can get me to sort of have a glimmer of love for Lecter and have me begin to doubt my love for Tasha. man, they're masters at their craft. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, then Sydney <laughs> talks to Colton, right? That's where we're at now. Um, let's see. And well, she's upset. There, uh, before, I have a little tiny thing here. There was a very, very quick little, you know, he, they're showing Colton with all the girls and once again, Cassie and Colton are on a bed making out real quick. Oh, I didn't see, Did you see that. that. No. Yeah. So just don't forget Cassie and her moment there. Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna forget Cassie, anyways. No, but but okay. Anyways, Sydney is upset because he's spending time with um, all the other girls, and uh, she says that he's looking everywhere else but her. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they talk. Sydney asks why she hasn't had one-on-one. She's sort of challenging him. He looks a, bit, a little bit scared of her. And she asks, she just straight up asks him, can you get there with me? You know, can we get there together? Uh, you know, she knows, but she's not saying that, you know, she's she, not saying directly that she's not his type. Because she's been talking about the shiny objects and so forth with the other girls. She knows that she doesn't fit in with most of the other girls that are here, that are left here. Yeah. And she's just sort of challenging him to say, um, you know, how do I fit into this scenario? 
Yeah. Um, he kind of listens to her a little bit, but nothing happens yet from there. Mm-hmm. Then it goes, Colton goes and talks to, to Demi. Demi. Mm-hmm. Um, and this part was really sweet. It was sweet. Um, he, Colton tells her that her nose looks really pretty. Oh, I didn't see that. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> I was like, her whole face is really pretty always. Like, yeah. but oh, she's a beautiful nose, girl for sure. Like, that's weird. It was a maybe. Maybe I misheard, but that's. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And I was oh. like, that's freaking weird. Anyway, well, Demi has a little um, activity planned for Colton. Yes, and because uh, last, uh, I think it was last episode, we found out that her mom's no longer in jail, mm-hmm. or maybe it was the episode before. I think it was the episode before, but it doesn't matter. Um, but her uh, mom Mom's is no longer jail. in jail, and I believe next week is when they decide um, who who's going to hometowns. So um, I think she was this was kind of like maybe her genuinely wanting him to talk to her mom, but mm-hmm. also trying to like maybe get that hometown push in there. that hometown agenda, and 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 maybe even knowing that it's really unlikely she's actually going to make it to hometowns. And the producers want to make sure that mom's storyline doesn't just sink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they have a producer phone and they call her mom. And um, it's so cute. She says she's so excited. This is the first normal phone call I'm going to have with my mom in years. So I guess mom must have been there in weird. In years. Sorry. (laughs) I'm looking at my notes. Well, I think she told Colton closer to the beginning of the... um, yeah, that she'd been in there Season, a long time. that she'd been in there for like 10 years or something. That's a, I mean, you have to go to jail for 10 years for I might be forging wrong. checks for. I might be wrong, but it, wow. it was a long time. And um, they're on the phone, and. Well, she said this will be the first normal phone call without having to hear somebody say, um, Will you accept an, a call from the federal penitentiary? Which yeah. I've actually, I, I've actually been on the receiving end of one of those calls. I can tell you about that later. Okay. It was my former boss. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> um, it was so weird. I was at work and I got this phone call. Well, you accept a call from the California State Prison for bleep bleep. And it was like, holy cow. My boss bleep bleep is calling me from jail. And I said, sure. Uh, anyway, um, but Demi uh, calls her mom. Yeah, they call they call her mom, and she says, "Hi, mom. I'm with Colton, and he's right here." And they talk, and Colton says, "You did an amazing job raising your daughter. You raised a fabulous daughter. That was very yeah. sweet, which was very sweet, but also she's only 23, and the mom's been in jail for 10 years." Well, yeah, but that was a very sweet and kind <laughs> thing to say. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was. It was a kind thing to say, but also, she was in jail for ten years yeah. or something. But um, it was really, really sweet, you and it, she that, looked so happy yeah. to talk to and her And you can mom. see they miss each other, and Demi is happy. She says, I'm happy you've been trying to be a good girl, Mom. Which is such a weird thing for a daughter to tell a mom, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was a really sweet moment. Yeah, and I really feel, I mean, I truly feel like Demi and Colton, last episode, even more so this episode, have really become really good pals. Mm-hmm. There's no romance there of any kind. I don't, I think there's romance on her side. Maybe. I think she does. I think she didn't expect 
and we'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that, mom. You're Maybe jumping ahead for her. You're 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 jumping. I ahead. think you're falling for her. Wise, I but think we'll talk you're about jumping ahead is okay. what I think. Um, but then Sydney uh, doesn't. Sydney's talking about how she doesn't like that Hannah B and Demi and the other immature girls are getting further than she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it shows Hannah B. Lecter playing with sticks while she's on the couch. And she's like, I want a rose with <laughs> the sticks on the couch. <laughs> I love all the shots they're getting of these girls the acting like girls. children. Yeah. And they it also was so funny. And they also show Demi doing her little laugh, her hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, then the weirdest thing happens. The Tia thing? Oh, the commercial. I didn't think that was that weird, Mom. I think you're over okay. overthinking this. It was a commercial I, I, for a movie I, that's I coming out. I definitely overthought it last night, but it was still weird. Last night, there was a commercial for... Um, it was just jarring, and I didn't understand what was happening. Today, when I you, saw That's because you were asleep. Well, yeah. Today, when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But it was still... It was... It was... I mean, go Tia. Okay, so there is a commercial, because a lot of people might not have seen this that don't yeah. watch it without It was a commercial for the movie that has Rebel Wilson. It, isn't it Romantic? Is that the yeah, name Isn't it? it Romantic is the name of the movie, and the main character in the movie... The um, main guy character. Uh, it is having a trippy, like, dream that he's on a two-on-one dream with Rebel Wilson and Tia. And Tia Booth, Yeah. And no one likes Tia. I don't know why she's there. Well, because she's it's Colton's season, and I Tia guess. and Colton, right? She has a oh, boyfriend now, though. Yeah, but oh, I actually like Tia more now that she did this. I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah, it was a cute commercial, but I st- I still don't like her. Anyways, so he's the so the the star of the film is this having isn't a very dream. relevant, but well, yeah, but it's cute. He's having a dream sequence that he's the bachelor, and that Tia is one of his dates, and my favorite. I just want to mention my favorite thing was that I, she said, I'll date an actor, but I'll date anybody except a race car driver or a football player. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. But yeah, so then uh, uh, Sydney decides that uh, she tells Colton she doesn't like his choices. Uh, or he, she tells Colton that he's choosing the easy women over her, mm-hmm. which a is you don't know her his relationship with other women, and it's B, presumptuous, yeah. B, like, what a horrible way to degrade these other women that you're here with. Yeah, like, you know them, but you don't really know their relationship with him. Like, who? Like, it's not your right to say that. Yeah. Like, on the other hand, it's kind of good television because it's going to play into these other warnings that the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good television. I'm just saying, not a good way to support other women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, he said, I mean, he tells her, everyone expects me to have everything figured out. I'm the bachelor. I must be able. I must know everything. But I don't know anything about. It. I'm just, just have. I'm so not confident about this. And he doesn't I, even have a wide vocabulary. He yeah. just doesn't know anything. Exactly. And. I just point that out because he says that two or three times during this episode. I yeah. want to make sure we remember that. Uh, well, he said that earlier with Tasha too, yes, basically. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then Sydney decides mm-hmm. to self-evict herself. Yep. And as she is leaving, she blows a kiss to everyone um, on her way out. And he thanks her for all that she sacrificed to be there. And then she tells him to focus on 
the right people and to not get distracted on shiny things. By the shiny objects. So what do you think her definition of shiny objects is? Young, pretty things. Yep, the 23-year-old blondes. Pretty much, I think, is exactly what she's saying. Because they're a dying breed on Colton's Bachelor season. The older women. So uh, Colton tells the others that she left because she uh, felt she wasn't being challenged enough, and he apologizes to all of them and tells them that um, he has reevaluated how to treat the other women there and how he realizes that he needs to kind of um, not challenge the relationships more, but really think about the longevity of it all. He doesn't really, he doesn't say that. But that's what he's kind of you're interpreting. Yeah. Tasha is sad that Sydney leaves. She likes Sydney better. And she gets the date you know, rose too. The group date Tasha rose. gets the, gate, the date rose too. You know who's not sad that Sydney left? Demi. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. Then it's Purpose' turn for her date. And she, they're on a beach, and she runs and jumps on Colton. And it was kind of a feeble leg wrap. Yeah. I felt like she was a little emaciated. Maybe she, she should have had a bigger breakfast or some caffeine or something, because her leg wrap was kind of like, Ooh. I didn't really notice that at all. But at least they leg wrapped. <laughs> okay. Um, but she cries to the camera about Sydney leaving. Mm-hmm. She says, it sucks that she's gone, but I respect what she did. And um, he, they spend time together, and they acknowledge that their their relationship's not as far along as some of the other ones, but that he's really excited to get to know her more. Did you see that breakfast spread they had? No, I didn't. Oh, it was delicious looking. They had like this little brunch breakfasty thing overlooking the ocean. I'm sorry, I'm hungry. It was really beautiful. You had the option to eat before we recorded so this wouldn't happen. No, no, I'm not super hungry. I'm just saying it looked like a good meal. Okay. All right. Um, They went urchin hunting. See urchin hunting. Oh, yeah. You said you thought that looked fun. I thought that looked awful. No, I thought it looked fun for the kind of people. I thought it would look, I thought that looked more fun for people that like that kind of thing than being on a island with nothing to do would be for anyone okay i would rather not do anything than see your chin hunt that looks horrifying with the spirit i i would legitimately be afraid that i would kill the bachelor on that date because i i'm just that's how horrible my coordination and more power is. to kerpa then for being game to do that and they were the first ones that held hands and jumped in the ocean together which is points on some you know bachelor some bachelor bracket that yeah. i'm not allowed to update my list on so it doesn't even matter but they did they i think you've accidentally ocean. blocked me from oh really oh we'll have to fix that yeah because mm-hmm. i'm not able to change like make my team at all but this is oh, this is irrelevant right. anyway it's irrelevant about. but they did jump into the ocean holding hands yeah um and she's, and i like her she says that she um, and her chin's better yeah her chin's better which is good but she says she plays it safe, but she appreciates that he's a thrill. Uh, he's a thrill seeker. Oh, this is the nighttime part of the date, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I also said here that her outfit's so cute, but I can't remember it. I can't remember it either. I think it was really kind of normal looking, but but beautiful. Um, like, oh, I remember it was a jumpsuit, and it was black, and it was kind of booby, and it was really cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, apparently she was engaged to a virgin before, and they were together for eight years. 
Um, and it didn't work out because uh, she felt they were stagnant and not helping each other grow as people. Which is a valid thing, I think. But sure, yeah. It's, that'd be a really awful weird thing. I mean, she must... She, she's like 26 or something. She must have been so you. young that she got together with this guy. And good for her for taking her life back and saying, guy I was engaged to, I'm not satisfied, I'm going to do this other thing. Yeah. Um, and Colton asks her, would you want to get engaged at the end of all this? And she says, if we keep progressing the way we are today, then yes. Yeah. She says, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that matters. Well, it's just a weird thing to say, yeah. Instead of yeah, yeah. So I don't think so. I say yeah all the time. All right, all right. But I probably wouldn't say yeah to a question that serious. Yeah, but that's what I'm pointing at. Yeah. Like See, you just yad. Yeah. Yeah. That Harley that... yads all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I get your point. Um, I'm not. No, I, I love her, but I, I'm really. She's really growing on me the past few weeks. I think she's awesome. So uh, Colton says that makes me really happy. I'm really excited about that. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um, he gives her the rose and it's raining outside, which is so pretty. I love rainy days. So I think that would be really fun to have like a rainy Vietnam day together. Uh, Doesn't she say yay a lot? I don't think so. She said yay a couple times. Maybe. I didn't notice that. That wasn't something that stood out to me. Um, and they're making out in the rain a little bit. And then they get back to the, uh, hotel and Demi says I am not leaving Vietnam without making a big move so she's gonna go balls to the wall is that what she says she's gonna go balls to the wall yeah I've never really understood that saying but I just want to make sure that I think that's a real good little microcosm of Demi's boldness I love Demi Um, I do too I give in I love you Demi she leaves and she's walking through the rain and there's lightning going off behind her and stuff and she looks kind of crazy like she looks like she's a zombie like zombie walking to his place but I think that was just a weird edit because she seems fine when she gets there yeah she's got kind of a weird walk she kind of has like she her thighs are kind of close together she has a toddler walk yeah yeah (laughs) I mean she's cute um and she walks through the lightning to see Colton, and she gets to his door, and she says, Coco! Which we've never heard anyone call Colton this before. And I was like, It's okay. the most ridiculous thing. I thought it was pretty funny. I think we should start calling Coco from now on. I like Coco. I thought it was cute. <laughs> um, it reminded me of Mama Coco. In Reminds Coco. me of Coco Chanel. See? <laughs> I just... So she goes and sees Coco. And, and he um, seems really happy to see her, actually. He's like, yeah. oh, come on in. And he pours her a glass of champagne. And and um, she tells... <laughs> whatever the, it is, mine. She tells the camera that she's falling for him, and she wants to have a life with him. And I don't think she wants to have a life for him with him, but I do think she does... is starting to have stronger feelings for him. Probably not love, but I think she definitely would wouldn't mind leaving that with him. I think her heart is ready to open up more than it has been. Yes. Okay. Which I think she's, uh, feels like that's a genuine falling thing. Because it's probably unusual for her. Yes, exactly. I think that she's feeling feelings she probably has not experienced too often and it's new for her. 
and she mistakes that for love, and that's okay. Uh, so she tells Colton, or she tells Coco, she wants to <laughs> check in on him after the crazy week, and she tells him she wasn't expecting to feel this way about him, um, and that she's falling in love with him. And he, ma, ma, ma. he says that he cares about her, but that he can't really see her at the end of all this, which I can't really blame him, but I love no. her. No. And I love their relationship. It's honest. And he, feel, it's he looks real. like he feels so bad. Yeah. Because I think he does really like her, and I think he understands that this is a hard thing for her to yeah. tell him. I think he he's not very smart, but he's aware of... of emotions I think yeah he's and intuitive I think he's, I think he's aware that um he's almost, this is not a normal thing for Denny he's almost womanly like intuitive I feel like mm-hmm. he's just he's got more of an insight into women's emotions than most of the dudes in bachelor nation would have I think yeah and you know given that given the way I reacted to her and the way she acted or the producers presented her the few, first few weeks I'm frankly really shocked at myself for really feeling for them both in this moment I really feel like they're having a genuine moment that they genuinely care about one another and they want to make the other one happy but just they can't because they're so different um yeah so I think uh oh he says that he cares about her and he thinks about her a lot, um, and he just feels really bad, and she cries, and she feels foolish for even opening up like that. Do you think she cries because she's losing Colton, or do you think she cries because she's losing this contest? I think she's crying because she's losing, or, or she's- a little of both. I think she's, at this point, she's aware that she's made a big enough splash- that her bachelor career is set. Um, but I think she is sad that she's leaving Colton, even if it is just in a platonic way, the fact that she's probably not going to see him regularly, that would be really sad. Even if, um, to go on, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's maybe given the Stockholm thing, maybe she is going to leave him. Well, the Stockholm thing kind of, but also just the fact that she's shared a bunch of these really cool experiences with okay. him. All right. And that she does seem I I don't think she's in love with him, but I do think she feel she feels for him in ways that she's not used to feeling for other people. And I think that's a weird feeling for her and she doesn't really know how to deal with that. All right. I think you're pretty generous, I, but I see where you're coming from. Well no, but here's the thing is this whole time she's been really, really confident about everything until this episode. Yeah. And the whole episode, she's been feeling really anxious about her relationship with him. And I think that less comes from a place of her thinking she's going to go home. Cause and her ego's bruised. Right? Yeah. That's a big part of it. But I, I do think it... Big-ass ego is hurt. I do think it comes from a place where she um, is like, well, maybe I don't love him, but I do really like him. And, like... I want to see where that goes, and, like, the fact that I'm not going to be able to see where that goes is really sad. And I think she does like him, and for her to leave him and probably not really ever spend that much time with him ever again, because that would be 
you don't really hear that too. All the people that are friends with each other are people that were contestants in the season together or were in Bachelor in Paradise together. They never really stayed friends with their with their bachelor person. I will go out on a limb and, and hope that they do. Yeah. So I think I think she could really I I I think she is she knows she's very showy in a lot of things, but I think she was genuinely crying about leaving him. You may be a little bit more generous than I would be, but I do acknowledge that she's a complicated young woman and you she know, also I mean, this is probably the and first I did, time she's I did ever, feel for her. I did feel for her. This is probably the first time she's ever had um, a person talk to her mom, too. Okay. Like, her mom's been in jail that long. That was probably, even though it was kind of a TV showy kind of yeah, thing. I was going to say, it's kind of a it's producer like a producer, yeah. producer device. But it was still someone talking to her mom, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think bottom line is she's a she's savvy, she's fascinating, she's intelligent, um, and she's complicated. And she's going to have a tremendous, of anybody on this season, not counting Colton, she's going to have the most successful, tremendous career on Bachelor Nation if she takes it. And I know you don't believe her, and this this might be a controversial thing, but I think her exit was really, really sad, and she'd be a controversial bachelorette, and she'd be way too young to really have a serious relationship out of it. But I think that was a sad enough exit where she could be a contender. I would watch it. I, I would, would too, it. and it would be great TV. I don't um, condone it or or necessarily want to, you know, campaign on it, but I would watch it for sure. Yeah. Um, so I just, I don't think we should completely eliminate her from, from that I think she would definitely make a better she would be definitely thrive more in Bachelor in Paradise absolutely she would be she'll get first billing on Bachelor in Paradise like Jordan did last year she'll Mm -hmm. get first billing if she wants it she'll be the star of Bachelor in Paradise if she wants it um okay I had one more thing to say but I forgot what it was okay um yeah so uh I remember what it was Part of me wonders if she didn't do this going to Colton's room thing, knowing she might not succeed because she wanted to have her own sort of individual instead of a rose ceremony. Right, exactly. Yeah, a rose ceremony exit would not have done the demi we've grown to know and love any justice. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah, that's valid too. Um, But yeah, so they she cries and they hug and um, it hurts her. And she says that this is why she doesn't, she hasn't wanted a relationship in a long time. Which which supports my thing with her really not knowing what to do with this. True. But um, she goes to, she goes back to her room to say bye to the girl. To the double Hannahs. Which I think at this point they're kind of, because they've always been grouped together on things. I yes. think they're bud- buddies. Demi double Hannahs are a thing. And they grow, they hug and cry together for a few minutes and she's sad because no she says no one ever loves me back yeah it makes me feel like i'm not good enough which sucks because i know i am which that wasn't a funny quote but it was my quote of the week i think because that's a valid thing Mm -hmm. that a lot of people feel yeah i think that's absolutely 
And people don't really, like, vocalize it that often. I felt that, like, 12 times today. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> um, so, because we can love ourselves so much and really know that we're worthy of a lot, but, like, if other people don't reciprocate what you know to be true about yourself, you doubt yourself then yeah. it still brings you down, which is Big a time. major bummer, and it sucks. All right, um, well, oh and, boy, now I, no, now I feel like I have to bring up my quote of the week, and that'll just be funny on my own. Well, no, it can still be funny. I ask her that, it'll be funny. I didn't think that there was that many funny quotes this week, though, so that's why I chose that I one. I liked mine, though. Mine was funny. Um, Anyways. But yeah, so... Um, Before she leaves, she is the next, after Sydney, to oh, that's confront right. Colton about... Those who are not here for the right reasons. Yeah. She warns Colton. She says, there are safe choices here. You may think they're safe, but they're not necessarily safe because in the long run, you won't be happy. Yeah. It's so chilling. Yeah. Second person to say that. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to the cocktail party and Chris Harrison comes in and says that it's been a crazy week and there's only eight of us left. And there will be no cocktail party. That's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Um, so everyone, who has a rose so far? Uh, Tasha has a rose. Oh, I Hannah G down. has a rose and Kerfa has a rose. Yes. Um, so. Hannah G has a rose, yes. So uh, it goes. And I Colton think, once again iterates that his biggest fear is that these girls won't be ready for marriage, uh, for, for, marriage for engagement. Um, so. Um, it comes down to the last two before, one rose left, two people are Heather and Katie. Okay, Heather and Katie. And I'm um, thinking, Heather's going home, but. I, I was, I wasn't sure what to think, because I think Katie's so pretty, and she hasn't really had a chance to really expand on their relationship. I just but, felt like Katie and Colton always had it better. I do too, but I think the fact that she was kind of challenging him about his feelings for her spooked him a little bit. Fair enough. And the fact that Heather had her date last week and he, you know, he was so tender and kind with her. He's not going to choose her. Yeah. But, you know, maybe he just wants to prolong that happy, good, warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As you can tell from our commentary, he sends Katie home. Yeah, he sends Katie home and he walks her out. And as he's walking her out, he holds her his jacket over her head, which I was like, oh, that's so sweet, because it was raining outside. Yeah. And she was like, you don't have to do that. Stop. And I was like, girl, he's so big. Just let him yeah. put the jacket over your head. He is. He's huge. Compared to that, when I look at, like, I forget how huge he is, and then I see him standing next to almost all the girls, except for Heather and Sydney, this episode. They're all so small compared to him. But anyways. Yeah. So, I, even given that little moment, I still feel like they have made a, a good friend connection. And that hopefully that, of all the Bachelors, well, I've only really talking watched about two. Katie? Yes. Okay. I've only seen two Bachelor seasons. But I get a vibe from Colton that he's going to remain friends with a lot of these girls more than Ari ever possibly could. Yeah, I guess. Um, that's still, it's still weird because all these... It's a weird kind of dating, but it's still yeah. kind of dating. Yeah. How would you... Yeah, I understand. Yeah, 
So, you know, it's kind of weird. But, um, yeah, so they get to the limo and, or the car or whatever, um, and before Katie gets in, she says, she has, she's crying and she's like, I have so much left to, or she's like, I have so much left, oh no, he says that she has so much left to give, um, and that he's sorry he couldn't get that, um, but he's excited to see her give it or something like that. I don't know. I don't he know. basically was like, you have so much left to get, or so much left to give, and I'm sorry I couldn't see that. I'm sorry I couldn't keep you around. Um, and she says, I have so much to tell, like, there, I have so much left to say. Um, there are things you need to know. And she was the third person the third to prophecy. tell him that there are people here who are not ready for marriage, she that said, he needs to watch out. She said something along the line of, some girls are here who are ready and some aren't. Be smart about who you girls. choose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this so, freaked I mean, him out. Yeah. I mean, and it should. It was so ominous. Yeah. The three girls who left and prior to that. None of them will say who it is, too. None, well, he didn't ask to point yeah. that out. But all of them had this crazy, weird prophecy thing. And it was, it was like, ominous, really. Yeah. And it just plays on his greatest fear. And it's freaking so, him so out. Juicy. It was great television. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, what the F am I missing? Like, she's the third girl this week that's told me that. And he, to the camera, he's like, um, Sydney told me that. And I thought she was talking about Demi. So I sent Demi home. Mm-hmm. And then Demi told me that too. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And now Katie's telling me that, even though Sydney and Demi have both left this week, like, who else, like, who could it be? Like, he's freaking out. It was so, it was awesome. so good. <laughs> not, I mean, it's not, not awesome that, for Colton, but it's awesome. I television. mean, and he deserves happiness. He yeah, seems like oh, such no, a nice guy. I'm sure he'll But be. it was super good television. He's going to be fine. Knows. Yeah. It was a much better episode than last week, I thought. And um, he confronts the girls, and he's, he tells them what, has happened. He's like, there have been three girls this week that have told me that there are people here who are not who are not ready for marriage and aren't ready for me, and that's scary for me. So I like, and it's getting down to it. So we need to all take this very seriously. And they all, all the girls look really scared. They're like freaking out a little bit. And at this point, Tasha starts being a little sketch. Tasha says she knows who they were all talking about. She says, I think I know who they're all talking about. Um, and, oh, this is a pretty good quote, too. Colton has the tea brewing, and he wants someone to spill the tea. So. Who's going to spill it, Tasha? I don't know. Something. Sounds like she wants to. Yeah. Who do you think, I mean, Tasha wouldn't sacrifice that for herself, though. She she knows no, that she she's can't. too smart to play the game. She doesn't. She's not going to throw anybody under the bus. Okay, we'll talk about predictions in a moment. All right. But then Tasha tells Kerpa, and the the editing on this is a little weird, so it could be um, manipulated. Mm-hmm. But we do see Tasha and Kerpa standing together, and uh, Tasha's talking to Kerpa. And it shows other tapes or other, like, cuts to the other girls standing all together and to Colton walking away and stuff. So who knows if Tasha's actually saying this stuff in front of the other girls. But Tasha says to Sydney, um, 
it's going to be us two at the end. I can feel it. It has to be us. <laughs> it's not going to be them. It's going to be one of the 23-year-old blonde girls because that's what the woman likes. But the fact that she... I get it. She said that was throws, really... Throws a little bit of doubt on our admiration for Tasha. Yeah. Um, I love Tasha. I want Tasha to be so the bachelorette. There were a couple moments this week where Tasha really, like, was kind of thrown under, under the bus. I think but she won't right. do it to his face. I think she might convince Kerpa to throw someone under the bus, and that'll get Kerpa sent home. Tasha's going to make it to Kirk's home. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, and again, this is all, everything that we've pointed out and witnessed on this episode is pointing toward the fact that nobody from this season is going to be the Bachelorette. Yeah. Maybe your gal's going to be. What's her name again? Danielle. Oh, it could be anyone, but Danielle's really having her, uh, she's really shining right now on what Jimmy Kimmel and stuff. Ch- oh, no, but there's also a boyfriend, right? So there's no also, I would not want to see a Tia season. No, I would Could you imagine a Colton and Tia season yeah, back to back? Colton that hasn't said happen. anything about Tia, but Tia's season would be all about Colton. That won't happen. But the fact that she showed up on this episode in the ad just made me think of that really quick. Yeah. Um, um, it could be Christina Shulman, I think. That could be cool. But see, I want it to be somebody I know. But hey, I know I'll get Mom, over but it. you you'll know her. You'll know I'll her. I'll get over it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so it was. It was a great episode. Yeah. I but so I feel fun. so conflicted about Tasha now. I think she'll probably convince Kerpa to spill the tea or something. And then it'll, or someone else will spill the tea. Or she could just be portrayed in a shiny, beautiful, perfect light for the next couple episodes and still be the Bachelorette. Yeah. Maybe. But, yeah. So, that that's that. Demi. Demi. Oh, and after the little preview for next week, Demi shows up at the sh- er, the little comedy thing at the end. Demi shows Colton all her prison gifts that her mom got, like, got her for. <laughs> I didn't see that part, but I heard she <laughs> she like traded. Her mom was trading things in prison for arts and crafts that like other prisoners were Instead making. Of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> So she's like has all these things that people in the federal prison were making and crafting and behind bars and stuff and like gifting to their mom would like get them and then send them to Debbie. You know, there's and I just think that's so funny. There's so much boring making out crap in every episode. Just give you know, shave the making out to two minutes and those extra eight minutes that people are, are making out, show us more of these kind of things. Yeah. Show us more of the people just being human. You know, I don't, I feel really awkward watching the making out stuff. I just would rather see stuff like that or deleted scenes, Kerpa hurting her chin, whatever. Yeah, I get the stuff like that happening um, during, like, fantasy suite weeks and stuff like that. The making out stuff? Yeah. Yeah. But, like. Let's not overdo it. And some making out with fireworks and stuff. I get that they have to appeal to, like, a certain date film aesthetic kind oh, yeah, of thing, romantic totally thing. that's totally cool, but do we have but to see the... a whole date. <laughs> do we have to see, yeah, the making out in the ocean for... Well, or the, on the massage table? Prior to Cassie's mm. date, Cassie and Colton had some pretty funny moments, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, and yeah. then ever since her one-on-one, though, she's been super bland. Yeah. So I'm like... <laughs> well, and same with Hannah G. She had a couple funny moments. Why is he in there? <laughs> and stuff, and yeah, it's like... Mm, 
you know, I get that you need to show us their connection and everything. Let's just, we don't have to show them so much that we're like, ew. Yeah. So, that's the episode. Next week looks like it's going to be pretty good. Who who all's left? There's Tasha, Kerpa, Hannah G, Hannah B, Kaylin, uh, Cassie. Cassie and Heather? Yeah. So, seven? Months? I don't have a start. I don't have a sartorial survey sparkle squad this week. I'm sorry I failed. I don't really either. I am going to say, I'll just give all my awards to Demi this week because she deserves them. All right, me too. I don't know what you wore. Maybe it was from the kids' cool section. I don't care, though. You deserve it. You deserve it, boo. <laughs> Miss her. Are we going to call her boo? No, that was just a one-time thing. <laughs> okay. Um, I love her. And what, um, yeah, so we talked a little bit about The Bachelorette. Do we want to say our final four, or is it so close to the end we don't? No, I don't care. My final four are the same. Yeah, same. My final two are still Hannah G and Cassie. My final two are Cassie and Tasha. Okay. And that's given the salacious little, and that's still given the salacious stuff yeah yeah the preview from next week i'm just the preview was crazy oh the preview was crazy though maybe we should talk a little but bit about i feel that. like they're manipulating us we I see cassie still, in a car going home but that's gotta be a mess with us don't you think yeah and we see hannah b presumably getting a one a hometown I think that's a mess with us, too. I think that's a mess with us, too. I don't think she's getting a hometown. Um, they showed Tasha and Colton jumping out of an airplane, which I think is straight up, because he always makes her do height things. Yeah. Jump from high places. I think that's straight up. I think... But go good for her. I uh, I don't think that's going to be... Maybe that's just a hometown. Maybe it's a fantasy suite week. Yeah. Or it could be the final they have a... Oh, yeah. We'll see. But we're excited. Oh, and, and then they show him with a ring box in front of a castle with the wind blowing. Oh, yeah. And someone on the internet zoomed in onto the ring box and it was empty. <laughs> empty. So who knows if he gets engaged at the all, at the end of all this. And if yeah. you know, don't tell us. Please. Spoiler free. Where can people find us, Ariel? People can find us. Good question, Mom. Thanks. Um, We would love to hear from you guys and we'd love to connect with you guys. So, if you have Instagram, you can follow us on Rosette's Podcast. And uh, if you want to email us any recommendations or compliments or just want to say hi, you can email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com. And, and please do. We, we still want to, if we get enough, we'd love to have a mailbag part of, this, part of the show. I would anyway. Would you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We are kind of long as it is. Um, we're getting better at that, I think. But um, we are we do talk a lot. Yeah, so. tell us your Bachelorette picks and <laughs> your Sparkle Squad and all that. And after we edit this, or after we record this, I always go through and I edit it and try to make it a short, like, shorter. Because we do talk a lot. There's a bunch of stuff that we talk about that isn't really relevant that I, like, cut out sometimes. Yeah. Well, um. But yeah, so we are like that working on making right it. there. Probably, probably that'll be on I'll, the floor. No, I'll probably leave that in just so they know that we're trying to make it shorter. 
but we uh, we hear you, and we know that you guys like listening to us, and you want us to um, be more brief with our uh, things. So we we are working on that. We appreciate you. Thank you. But um, yeah, if uh, please subscribe to our podcast and rate and review and share it with people that you know like The Bachelor. Please and thank you. We would appreciate it. This is something that's really fun for us, and we want it to be a fun thing for you as well. So, thank you. We are probably signing off now. I'm Ariel again. I'm Marsha. And we're the Rosettes. So, good See you next week. We're almost to hometowns. Almost. (laughs) Bye.